Good day to you. It is vernacular. No, I'm kidding. Okay, so one thing you should know about me is I love making up words. Okay, and yeah, I just do. I call them venicisms. And so let it be known, I do tend to make up words. <laughs> so I don't know where I made up the word vernacular, but yeah. I made it up somewhere, but that's a little venicism. So listen, I'm super excited to have this conversation with you today. Okay. And excited, anticipatory. Those are very common words in my creative language that I use. Okay. And um, before I dive in, I want to let you know about an opportunity. Come on. Okay. So I'm a life coach. And you guys, I have a free life coaching group and I've had this group for a hot minute, okay? And I am inviting you to join me in my coaching group. It's a private Facebook group. It is free and it's a place that I really get to work with you uh, more closely uh, to really learn how to train your brain to change your life. Come on. Now, it's not just me. It's my colleague, fellow life coach and phenomenal business person extraordinaire Gail Kabrick. So you get like the advantage of two coaches and we just love working with the women in this group, you guys. Gail and I have been on a journey. Um, I've known Gail for years and she has participated in all of my life coaching and she's really been a part of the evolution of my work you know, it takes something to coach on the online space. You know, in coaching traditionally, you know, coaching is done in person. There is no online classes and private Facebook groups. I still have friends that don't even count life coaching groups as life coaching groups unless you're having a conversation with someone. <laughs> so there's just like an old way to do it. Um, and then there's another way to do it. And, and this is a way I really have gravitated towards uh years ago and I love coaching groups I love it it's just such an expression for me I'm going to put the link to the hashtag new you life coaching group in the notes for this episode and I want to see you there yeah come on jump on in it feels great over here and you're going to really you're going to learn practical tools to really change your brain I talk about a lot of the tools here but in the new you, you get access to myself and Gail for coaching, and we have a whole way that we do it. Um, every month, we're actually going to be having a particular conversation topic. So in February, the conversation that we're having is all about communication. And so you don't want to miss it. Communication is a part of your life, and you do it all the time. You're communicating actively, and also you're in your nonverbal communication, we're going to get all into uh, the conversation of communication. And I promise you, you've not heard this conversation anywhere else because we have a neuroscience and brain training bend to this conversation. So unless you've been around a lot of neuroscience and cognitive behavioral training, yeah, it's not a common conversation. <laughs> You probably haven't heard it. We're going to talk about your space and what's in your, what is it that you're bringing in your listening that affects how you're heard and how you communicate. So it's going to be a phenomenal 
conversation in the hashtag new you group. I also have a paid coaching group called the Reset Group. That group is not open for registration right now. It will be in March. So I'm just giving you a little advance. This is February when I'm recording this particular podcast episode. So today I'm going to talk about uh, fixing versus changing. Okay. And I want you to imagine in your mind's eye that I have two ice cream cones. Okay. And of course they're waffle cones because I love waffle cones. (laughs) Just saying, okay. They don't have any sprinkles on them. They're just regular old school waffle cones. And let's say in your waffle cone on the right, there's strawberry, which happens to be my favorite uh, ice cream and pistachio. And then number three would be butter pecan. Uh, on the left is vanilla. Okay. <clears throat> so I want you to just keep these cone images in your mind for a second. And what I want to say is you and I always have an opportunity to choose. You can either choose strawberry or you can choose vanilla. Now, I'm not going to talk about ice cream today. Okay. <laughs> And I'm not going to talk about what's your favorite ice cream flavor, although I gave you mine. So you could always leave me a comment and share with me what your favorite ice cream is. However, what I am going to talk about and discuss is we're always, we always have the opportunity to either fix something, change something, or create. And so remember strawberry, vanilla, strawberry, vanilla, fix and change or create strawberry or vanilla, fix and change or create. Okay. I want you to keep that image in your mind. Now, what on earth do I mean by fixing and changing something? Okay. To start this conversation, I want to kind of lay out a foundational concept or principle of how your brain works, okay? Basically, our brain is mostly on autopilot. We have brain patterns of how we think and how we do. Everything we do is essentially a pattern of behavior in our brain, okay? And the brain does that because, well, it's designed that way, okay? And every single thing that you've experienced in your life is pretty much like a file. Like imagine a grandmaster computer and it has files on it and there's files for everything. Like there's your, when I was five years old file and it has all the memories from when you were five, whether you're conscious of it or not, You have a file for when you were 10 and everything that happened when you were 10. Whether you're conscious of what happened or not, your brain has a file and it's stored memories, okay? Now, every time something happens in the present moment, we, our brain, is scanning 
the file, the grandmaster database, and it's saying this, what's happening in the present moment, is like this. The brain is always trying to like make sense of what's happening. Okay? And so why it does that is to preserve calories. Okay? Now, what does this have to do with fixing? Okay, I'm going to make the connection now. Okay? In the present moment, whatever you're working on, so I'm working on my health this year, right? Naturally, the way my brain is designed is it's going to it's going to reference everything from the past as I am in the present moment dealing with my health. So what are you working on in your life? That's a question for you. Okay? Consider that your brain is taking everything that it knows and it's experienced about that area and it's mapping it on in the present moment. So if, like for me, my health is a problem, then it's my brain's gathering all the information it knows about from the past. Like even last year, my brain knows, gosh, I, I tried hormone replacement therapy. I didn't finish. I, did, I wasn't consistent. Um, I was inconsistent with my eating and my exercise. Like, um, my, like the brain is keeping track of everything, okay? And what I want you to consider is that we're not, really as like our automatic is not to deal with what's happening in the present moment. We're bringing in all of the past and we're interacting with what's happening in the moment from the past. So example, and and the thing, and then we just, we we're not aware that this is happening. Like what I'm teaching you in this first part of the podcast is a real foundational. It's like a groundwork to understand how we approach things as human beings. When we are taking everything from the past and using it in the present moment, not saying that's wrong, because remember, I started this whole conversation with strawberry or vanilla, right? So I'm not saying it's wrong to do that. It's just what we do. And what I really want to create today is that there's another way. There is literally another way. And the other way is creation. So, in, but I'm going to talk about fixing. I just want to finish this part here, okay? When we're fixing something, we're fixing because of something that's wrong. When we're changing something, we're changing something because there's something wrong. Like, the way it is is not okay the way it is, Okay? And so we'll respond with something. We'll respond with, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Okay? There is a particular experience that we will have when we're fixing and changing something. So I want you to get present to your area that you're working on. What is your experience? Do you have joy? Is it like a sense of ease? 
and freedom to be in action? Are you in like excitement about it? Is it does it inspire you? Especially when we have like persistent things we've been working on, you know, for years, there's no inspiration there. <laughs> there is no joy, girl, or sir. It mostly it's hard work and it's striving and it's determination. Like I will do this. And that's where I go personally. I'm, I go to like, cause I'm like, I am relentless in my relentless, in my relentlessness, I will keep going like a freaking machine. And the whole time I have no peace. I'm not enjoying the process. There's no joy in it. I'm just trying to lose weight. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Where is joy in losing weight? That's not in the equation for me. When I'm fixing and changing something, I'm going to have a particular experience. And I want you to consider you, my friend, have a particular experience when you're fixing and changing something. As Especially when it's something really persistent that you've been dealing with over time. It could be your relationship with your husband. How has that been for you? Fixing and changing you or fixing and changing him. It's like there's not peace there. It's like a lot of work. It's like I take one step forward and 10 steps back. Whenever it feels like we're moving ahead, we just, we go off the beaten path. And then it's like frustration, in the area of your kids, you're, you know, you're trying to get this relationship with your kids, like maintain, and you want to, you know, be in relationship with them and have your relationship work. But, you know, it's like, I'm trying to fix that. And then they don't want to listen to me. And I, I, I get taken advantage of, and then all they want is this and that for me. And then I don't get, I don't, I'm not heard by my kids. I could go on and on. The point is, inside of fixing and changing, there's going to be a particular experience. So that's strawberry. It's not wrong. It's just like strawberry ice cream. It's one choice. Okay? Now, the second part of this conversation is about another way. And I literally want you to see it like that. Look, You know, I was thinking about this, like sometimes I'm like listening to my conversations, like from my coaching and I'm like, man, it really takes a willingness to actually try something new. The easy way is to do what you've been doing and you could do it. That's the beauty of it. It's not like your life doesn't work. You mean your life pretty much works. There may be some areas of your life you don't like. But you'll survive. You've, you've made it this far. Okay? And it just, I don't know, like, you, for, I can speak only for myself. For me, when I turned 30, I was like, you know what? I'm dissatisfied and I'm not doing this anymore. I am not doing life like this anymore. I had a degree. I had a job. On the outside, you know, my life looked okay. You know? It did. On the inside, I was, if I was really honest with myself, I was not happy. I was not satisfied. I just always felt like there is more for me. I know there's more. I just didn't know how to get to more. 
And it was a moment of choice. I'll never forget it. I was 30. I was in my apartment. It was like, it was just like a a very different moment for me. And I saw, you know what? It's just going to keep going this way for the rest of my life. And I made a choice. I, it was a solemn vow to myself. I'm not going to continue like this. And it's interesting, like, you know, when I've studied neuroscience and the brain, did you know that when you make a true moment of choice where you really mean it, something actually different happens in your brain. They've actually been able to like in brain um, imagery, see something like the brain lights up differently when you make a decisive choice, one that you're really serious about, not like some emotional thing where you don't really mean it. When you actually make a decisive choice. So it's like, I was willing to actually do something new, another way. And in another way, it's just another way. I'm not even here to tell you it's the right way. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you that. I'm just here to give you information. And I can speak from my personal experience and the people I coach and the, you know, the work I've done in personal development, that this other way actually has, it makes a big difference. And it has a very different experience. So inside of creation, it's an access to creating ease. It's an access to being in action in your life with a sense of like enjoying the process and fulfillment and joy and satisfaction. Is it perfect? No. I'm not ever, ever saying that you're going to have a perfect life. I'm saying in the middle of it, that there's an experience. You're always having an experience in life. And when we're actually creating, we have access to something distinct than when we're fixing and changing. So, The word create means to bring something into existence. It means like, so if you think about that, okay, to bring something existence inherently by the definition, it means there was nothing there before, right? Another word I use is cause, like you cause a result, you cause your life. So cause means to bring something forth out of nothing, okay? In the world of creating and causing, it's distinct from your past experiences. So there's, remember, strawberry, vanilla, strawberry, vanilla, fixing and changing, creating and causing, Two choices, okay? Now, the million-dollar question is how the heck do I do that? (laughs) Now, I'm going to put a plug in here. Literally, the work that Gail and I in our New You Life Coaching Group, we're actually teaching people how to do that by teaching them brain training skills, okay? Also, I'm going to, well, I'll leave it there. So jump in the group, okay? 
The link to the group will be in the podcast uh, notes, episode notes, okay? One way to the first step, like in creating space to cause something new, is to notice what is there from the past. I have a practice that I've created starting this year actually called um, What's Filling Me Up. And what I do is I have a journal. And on that journal, I have everything that's filling me up right now, like my concerns, my worries, my frustrations, my disappointments. Um, And I'm just writing it down. And I invite you in the area that you're working on this year to get your journal. On the top of that journal, write what's filling me up. And write down, think about your area and write down what are your concerns about that area? Like what about that area just keeps you thinking at night or keeps you up at night? What in that area are you worried about? What are your, what are your disappointments about it? What are your frustrations about it? Write it all down. See, it's like, Remember I talked about we're full. We're full of what's happened in the past. And the brain, because it's a machine, literally, it's just like always referencing the past. Always. And that's one way we can work with our brain to actually really be in the present moment. And it's like, There's this practice I learned a year ago. It's called sorting. The brain loves to put things in places. I'm not going to teach the sorting exercise right here, but what I'll say is when you write it down, it's like out of your head and somewhere. And when you do that, I'm really challenging to do this because you're going to discover something and I'm not going to give you the answer. Because I want you to go do it so you can discover for yourself what happens. Now, I I am going to make mention, you can be full of what you know. You know, some people, they tell me, oh, I don't have any worries. I don't have any concerns. Okay, that's great. What do you know about that area? All of your knowledge fills you up also. Because you can't create. There's no room because you're full of what you know. So write down everything you know. And as you make a list, it's like a, it's like a brain dump. <laughs> You're going to discover something. Oh, there's a train in the background. So you get to listen to the melodious train and me on my podcast. <laughs> That's what happens when I'm podcasting at this hour. So that's the first step is to really... man, it sounds really loud, guys, is to really notice what is filling you up. Now, here's the last thing I'm going to say before I go, okay? We, when we're writing things down, we will have opinions about what we're writing down. Like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling that. I shouldn't be saying that. Uh, I shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be this way, or I'm wrong, or I'm stupid for thinking that way. 
that's not what I'm saying. It's like, it's practicing acknowledging this is what's there for me. And it's in the absence of assessing it. I did a Facebook Live in the New You group and I talked about being the observer versus being the critic. An observer just, what do they do? They observe. They're looking, right? Observers, I, that's really in this practice, it's really observing what you see. The critic is has an opinion and assessment. Okay, I invite you when you're writing your list to do it as the observer and not the critic. And it will take something to do that. You know why? Because we don't do this. These are like new muscles that we're building in our brain. And I've even had like, sometimes like my brain hurts. (laughs) Because here's why. You're literally interrupting your brain and your brain is using some calories and it's not used to doing that because your brain is used to being on autopilot because over 90% of what you do is subconscious. Your brain is just doing what it does. So it's going to take some intentionality and if you just like keep with the practice, man, it, you will it's very powerful. You got to like allow yourself some room to learn how to work with your brain. I'm not here to say it's easy. I am here to say it's simple. Simple and easy are two different things. Now, one of the reasons why we have the hashtag new you free life coaching group is so that you can have a place to practice and get feedback. So one last invitation. It's an opportunity for you. Join the group. I promise you're going to get something out of it. Okay. The only thing is it's not for women, a men, it's only for women. So if you're a male and you tune into my podcast, which is a very small percentage of my podcast audience, I recommend you, uh, let, let me know, send me an email info at venice.com and take one of my online monthly uh, coaching sessions. Those are open to everybody. All right. Okay. What was your biggest takeaway from today's conversation? This is a really powerful conversation and it's access to creating your life. You may be like, what's the other step? You're leaving me on the balance. <laughs> I will, uh, if you're interested in the other steps, I have a class that I just taught in January and it's how to have 2022 be your best year yet. I will make that available to you. And it's a powerful class, okay, on how do I really create versus fix and change, okay? Leave me, um, I'll put my email address. Let me know, hey, I want that class and I will give you the registration link, okay? All right, I'll talk to you later. Have a great day, bye.